Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up, Chip? Hey, hey. Oh, my God. The listeners are going to be pissed about your sound. Oh, no. Is it bad? It's just a little echoey, but tell the people what happened. Uh, Well, I'm in New York for work, and I completely didn't even think about... I'm gone all week, so I didn't think about packing my microphone. So back to amateur hour over here. Right. For one of us, at least. I'm just kidding. (laughs) So I'm on my AirPods. I because I used to do this when I didn't have the microphone. I would use like real headphones that had like a a cable yeah. mic. And yeah. I don't even have that. So hopefully there's no NYC interference. I think it'll be all right for one. The people can forgive you, hopefully. <laughs> you know, I it is beautiful in New York City this week. So I is could it? be out roaming the streets, but I'm here with y'all. Wow. We feel so blessed with your presence. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Um, what are you doing in New York this week? Um, well, uh, Elle has, she had three shows in New York this week. So she mm. played a little, a little club on Monday night called, um, Rockwood Music Hall, which is like down on the Lower East Side. It's a singer songwriter room where she started her career. And yeah. during the pandemic, they had to file for bankruptcy and they're fighting to stay alive. So Sarah Bareilles reached out to a bunch of artists that started in New York that played there historically and asked them if they would do a charity show. That's um, cool you know, if they were available to come to New York to a charity show. And we happen to be coming because she's playing tonight. We're recording today's Wednesday. She's playing tonight and Thursday, tomorrow night at Radio City with Tyler Childers. So we were already going to be here. So we agreed to do it. And, you know, it's like a higher price ticket than normal and sold it out. It was a really, you know, fun moment. I mean, she even said, um, she was like, it's just weird to like come back here and play songs that have been hits on the radio because yeah. she was used to playing there and no one being there. Or no oh, one yeah. That's amazing. But it was also awesome, too, because she used to do, back in the day, she would do a cover of the song My Neck, My Back by Kia. And it's on, it's on. My you can neck, listen to it on streaming. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a little <laughs> crass, so she doesn't really do it anymore. A but. little? 
but <laughs> she 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 it was her encore song and it like brought the, uh, brought the roof down oh yeah. my god i would love to see Elle do that yeah. that sounds yeah so it was fun. so good yeah Oh yeah, my God. So. If you're listening and you don't know what that song is, just go ahead and brighten your Friday morning with it. <laughs> Make sure no kids are in the car though. Okay, yeah. Guys? No kids in the car after drop off. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, that's so fun. I'm glad you guys are having a wonderful New York trip. I feel like New York this time of year is really fun. I don't know why I love New York in the summer, even though it's a little warm, but. Well, I mean, right now it's only eight, it's like 82 degrees and there's a breeze. Like sounds like a miracle based on what it's like in Nashville lately. I know. Well, what it's like all over the world. But yeah, I mean, it's like, it's literally been perfect the three days that I've been here. So, and tomorrow it's supposed to rain a little, but I'm leaving in the morning. So look at that sunshine on your side. (laughs) (laughs) My neck, my back. And my. This is like a so singing good. episode because I was about to launch into this is actually just my take on this song, but it's the first of the month. Get up. Because <laughs> it's the first. That's <laughs> <laughs> not yeah, even the right words. Is. But you guys, that's the version of that song that we'll sing on the Velvet Touch podcast because <laughs> there it's, you the, go. it's the first podcast of The Edge for August. Right. So yeah. here we are. First one. First one, we always come to you guys with sort of the theme of the month. We always pick a word this year. That's been our way to do things. I know we switch the um, format sometimes, you know, like somebody emailed and said something about that. I would also, I would love to know what you guys are liking and not liking. Like I know switching sometimes works for people and sometimes it doesn't, but Chip and I are always trying to keep the content a little bit fresh and different. And so if there's something you're liking or not liking, always email us at theedge at velvetsedge.com. It helps us to know what you guys like enjoy, like and enjoy listening to, and even the stuff you don't. So present it nicely. Like, <laughs> but we do take, we take constructive, constructive criticism. criticism. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I would love to know. So email us at theedge at velvetsedge.com with your feedback about different formats, about the way we set things up. And if these words are resonating with you guys, it helps me to streamline like my thoughts because I'm kind of all over the place sometimes. So it helps me to have a focus of a word or kind of the energy that we're looking at that month. Um, And I think that's worked for us this year. So that's why we did that. It's just to kind of, yeah, I mean, I I think it's, it, I, and like, it might seem like it's worth where it's a bunch of twists and turns, but I think otherwise it gets really stale because it's, we're just two normal people that are talking, you know? Yeah. Well, it's nice. It's nice to feel like you have a purpose. Like I think the whole point of this podcast, I know for me has switched over the years to really like, you know, we used to talk about just like, I was kind of scrambling like random people in my life that I thought were interesting, which random, you know, we'll still do that. Like talk to people we think are interesting, but I do really enjoy kind of connecting with you guys on this like spiritual journey. And so in like a learning journey. And I think as we all go through life, if we're kind of asking ourselves questions or getting different topics that maybe we wouldn't hear about all the time and just learning and saying, yes, I like that. No, I don't like that. Like you don't have to like everything we talk about on here. To me, it's just an interesting conversation starter sometimes to like look at the harder topics or see how other people are living their lives, like dominatrixes and ex-porn stars and things like that. Like I just find it fascinating. So let us know again, what is resonating with you guys. Um, if you like the words, um, because we'll start thinking about what we're going to do for next year, obviously, in the next couple months. So email us at the edge at velvetouch.com for the th- 
I've anyway. also always been a naturally curious person too. too. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes there are things that culturally have a stigma put on them unnecessarily. And I like that this podcast gives me the opportunity to sometimes ask a question without feeling like I'm, it's coming from a place of judgment. Totally. Um, like it gives me the license to talk to people like you listed before. And yeah, because it is like a like I might not be able to walk in their shoes, but then it doesn't mean that they shouldn't be allowed to, you know. Right. And I certainly want to know about it. Like I'm curious. Absolutely, enough. it's fascinating. And who yes. knows? Like maybe I'll try something one day that maybe I'll get into porn. Oh my god, just I, I would. That. Just I would just just, I was gonna say I would love to see that, and then I'm like, no, I could never watch that. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be so weird if you knew someone or had a friend who got into porn, and all I of a do. sudden. Oh, that's right. You have that one guy, but it's yeah. like so weird to me. Like, I mean, I guess we see our friends naked, but like, I don't want to see my friends having sex. You no, know what I mean? No. Like, or getting really turned on that like stresses me out so bad to think about. <laughs> so yeah. it's just such have, a weird thought. I also have a college friend who, mm. um, I won't say her real name because she goes by a stage name. Um, her name is Jackie St. James, and she is like one of the most awarded writer directors of porn at the Avian Awards. Oh, yeah, you she told me to, about her. Yeah, she went to University of Virginia. Like, she's a really bright woman, so crazy. and she found a career there. And I think her stories probably are more evolved than the normal porn story. So, sure, but sure. at the end of the day, it's still porn, but it's interesting. She found a path, right? I love it. Very interesting. Anyway, we're curious people. So we're going to keep having these kind of conversations that pique our curiosity. But as I said earlier, we'd love to hear from you guys. Even if it's things that you're not liking or if the format isn't working for y'all, let us know so that we can make adjustments um, because obviously we do want everyone here to be happy. It's a mutually exclusive situation. Right. No, is that the right way to say that? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I just call well, myself. Yeah. It's like, it, it's, exclu- it's mutually exclusive or mutually beneficial. beneficial. Yeah. That's where I got it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Little brain part there. <laughs> anyway, um, this actually kind of leads into our topic and our word of the month, because as you mentioned earlier, you know, there's a lot of things that happen in this lifetime. If you live in this little bubble in this little like sheltered world, you don't really know anything but that world right in front of you. And so sometimes if you like then are forced out into a bigger, bigger world, I was going to say bigger and better, but maybe you don't look at it that way, but a bigger world, it can be overwhelming. And you have all these different judgments and perceptions that you might need to abandon to really kind of open yourself up to what else is out there or what you can learn or what might, you know, be a positive that can be brought to your life. So we have chosen the word abandon. And when you and I were talking about it earlier, you said, yeah, I just have this like energy right now of just letting go and being free. Like it's the end of the summer. There's some sort of, maybe it's because you're in New York, you're feeling that. I don't know, Mm -hmm. but did you want to talk a little bit about why you felt that kind of thing? today well you know it's um i have i've been sort of feeling free and like as the summer it's it's crazy to me because like in nashville school's starting in a few weeks and it just blows my mind and the older i get the less summers i have in my life you know like yeah i and it's just it's just mortality and you know it's not like i'm sitting around like worrying about dying but i'm like while i'm here i might as well live and coming toward the end of the summer reminds me of that. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm fortunate that my job doesn't really have seasons like everyone else's. So 
I, we can kind of move around a lot and I travel a lot for work. So I'm really fortunate there, but the summer still ends for all of us. And there is just an energy that is different in the summer. Like people just feel more free. And, you know, I have downsized the number of clients that I'm working with. And so I have a little bit more free time in my life. And I think for the first time in that I can really remember, I'm allowing myself to take advantage of it because mm. I've always had the mindset of like, if I'm not doing more and more and more all the time, I'm going to yeah. get behind and I'm not going to overachieve. And rather than like looking at what I have achieved and rewarding myself for that and being like, it's okay to not do everything sure. and, um, and sort of fill my own cup. And um, so I am trying to abandon some of those old habits and some of those old ways of thinking for myself. You know, I don't know if it will ever be, you know, perfectly possible for me to do, but I definitely feel like I'm making steps in that direction. So it just kind of felt like where I am. And it was nice to recognize it too. Like when we yeah. started talking about it, I was like, I felt like it was a good time to articulate it, I guess. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics. 
as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Yeah, and I love that you're looking at the word abandoned from this place of freedom. Like, yeah, I, I told you when I first looked up the word abandoned, there were three different, very clear definitions. But they're all extremely different. And it's really interesting because I know I've talked a lot about, you know, like my relationship history on the podcast here. And some of my relationships are very dysfunctional. And so there was a lot of like abandonment wounding. And so I've had this attachment to the word abandon and abandonment as such a negative thing. But when, right. you, when you said it to me earlier that way, um, I was like, that is a really interesting thing, like abandoning the things that keep us shut down and locked down and like held down. And they're, the definition for abandon in that capacity is allow oneself to indulge in. They abandon themselves to whatever the desire was or whatever. And then it says a complete lack of inhibition or restraint, which is what I think you were kind of talking about. Finding like reckless abandon too. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I thought it would be an interesting word to explore because there's so many different ways that you can look at it. There's obviously the way I talked about in relationship before. There's the way you just talked about it. Um, and then there's another one that was like to give up completely. And one of the things that I have learned as I've gotten older is as a human, I think I'm a person who kind of grips to things. Like if I start something, I don't, I don't want to stop until I know that I've completely exhausted every option. Like I've done that in relationships too. Like I'll hold on until I know right. I have done every possible thing. And I'm learning that like in some ways, a lot of this has come for me in lessons and dating. Like as I've been dating the past year, when I realize like this is not a match, I'm letting go of it. And I'm doing it really quickly now. Like I'm not trying to force it. I'm not going, well, like second guessing myself. I'm very clear. Like this is not the match for me. I'm not feeling it. I'm not whatever. And I communicate that. And I have found so much freedom in that to just to yeah. put stuff down that doesn't serve me or to walk away when something doesn't serve me. And it's really interesting to look back on my life and go, God, did I really create so many problems in my life by not having that capacity to just walk away when the time was right? You know, when you realized something wasn't serving you or right for you or whatever. So I just think that there's a lot of different ways to look at this word. And I like that we're tying it to the word freedom, because I think that it doesn't have to have a negative connotation. And I do find that the older I get, the freer I feel, just like what you're saying, because I think you do yeah. start to look at life a little differently. You're like, that ain't worth it. I don't have that much time left. <laughs> right. I want to go yeah. live. Well, I think it's definitely harder when abandonment happens to you, but when it's when you are choosing to abandon something and, you know, it's like we, we can all beat ourselves up over drawing things out longer. But I do think it's a, about learning and figuring out and, you know, what is going to work for you, what isn't going to work for you. And you've been through enough of that to now know. Yeah. Um, I also think, too, it's like um, it's about making the decision to do it. And once mm. you're comfortable being like, I'm okay letting go of things. The whole process of abandoning shit that like literal shit in your life is so much easier. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I think about the term reckless abandon 
And that is how I like, I'm, I don't, I've always been sort of a free spirit, but mm-hmm. like the pressure of work and success was always sort of my underlying foundation. But I would like, you know, when I lived in New York, my friends and I, like we lived in a state of reckless abandon because we had no money. There was nothing for me to lose except for my life. Sure. And, and sometimes I didn't even care about that because I just wanted to have fun. And, um, and I think, you know, in the end, that is a sort of selfish approach to thing because it was like, I didn't care about consequences at the time, you know, like, well, that's just how you live in your twenties though. It's like, totally. You you also don't have, you think you're invincible. It's like, God, I mean, twenties are like freedom all over. Cause it's like, you're finally out of your parents being under your parents thumb and then you've got a little bit of you've got a little bit of your own money. Yeah. A little bit. I had none really. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't really need that little. much either. No, yeah. No, so no. but yeah, but you don't feel like there's consequences. I remember that about turning 30. You're like, oh well shit. Like shit just right. got real because now I can't be like, oh, well, I'm still in my 20s, figuring it out. Like, <laughs> no, by 30s, that you're supposed cute. to kind of yeah, it's not cute anymore. Um, and it only goes down from there with that. <laughs> so, right. but what's interesting is maybe it's like, I feel like your thirties and I mean, we're both in our forties, but I'm finding even in my forties, like I'm getting to this place of wanting to go back to a more like thirties were so intense and so hardcore. And now I'm like finding more freedom, but my freedom is within myself. Like it, it feels different than the freedom we're talking about in your twenties. Um, I think, but maybe there's some similarities there. I don't know. We can explore that more this month, but. I, yeah, I, I I don't think they're completely dissimilar. I think one is more intentional. Yeah. You know, maybe. I mean, I certainly had the intention of having a great time, but I, my intention wasn't um, to make mistakes or like to do things that like might hurt other people, you know, like, cause all I was thinking about was myself. So that's why it was like reckless abandon. Mm -hmm. Um, And now it's like, it's a much more intentional thing. It's like, what can I do that is for me to feed me and not be selfish? Yeah. It's like a good self, a good selfishness now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, this month we're going to explore this word and all of this word, excuse me, and all of the (laughs) ways that you can um, abandon things in your life and what that looks like. And, um, the th- song that keeps coming to my head right now is because it's like August 2nd right now, but it's August. Have you seen all the memes popping around? That's like with the Swifties and it's no. basically like the first day of August. They turn their anthem on August by Taylor Swift. Do you uh-huh. know? You probably don't even know the song. Do you? I don't know if I know the song. Salt air. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the Swifties listening. <laughs> what up? Uh, but that song to me, it's funny that we're choosing the word abandon in August because that song sums up just reckless abandon. Like it's she talks about you're just living for the hope of it all. Remember, like when you first met a person, this is probably when you're in your 20s, you meet this guy and you're like sitting by the phone. You're just like waiting for him to call. She talks about like canceling plans because she was just waiting for him to call. But I was living on the hope of it all and just like. Everything is just flying by the seat of the pants, but it feels so good in the moment. It's like the summer fling. I don't know. I like that energy for some reason. Yeah, I'm down for it. Uh, so we'll take that energy with us 
in August with the word abandon. If you guys have any thoughts you want to bring to us um, in general about the podcast or just about this word and what you're thinking and some ways that you'd like us to explore it this month, email us at theedge at velvetsedge.com. You can also reach us on Instagram. I'm at Velvet's Edge. Chip? I'm at Chip Dorsch at C-H-I-P-D-O-R-S-C-H. Oh, he got that neck working oh, today. Popped. I heard it tonight, he too. popped your own neck. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we all. I needed that. Yeah, we all. Well, anyway, as you guys go into the weekend and you're living on the edge, I hope you always remember to... Edge casual. Do you remember how long it took us to come up with that ending? That is just oh, fascinating. And, well, how long it took for you to get it right? Oh, wow. Shots, shots. <laughs> shots fired. Yeah, we're not, we can't say that anymore. Remember? I'm right. no abandoned. Bye. Anyway, abandon <laughs> ship, abandon ship. Bye. Bye. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.